till we couldn't shake no more. We got down on our knees when cancer knocked at our door. We got kicked in the ass. We gave lots of sass. Oh, when it rains, it falls into this half full glass. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. You're listening to Thanks Cancer. I'm Mimi Hall. I'm Leanna House. We're two cancer friends. We are not doctors. No, and we're not shrinks. We're not nurses or anything like it. And because of that, we are going to use some appropriately obscene language. Let's just call it salty. Anyway, we hope you'll enjoy it. This is the podcast we wish we had when we were dealing with our treatment. So Mimi, it's a mini-up. Hey, mini-up. I mean, mini-ups are our new favorite thing. Well, Leanna, I'm really excited about this mini-up because this mini-up means that you are going to be going on vacation soon. Oh, we should both take a vacation. Well, I'm really excited about you taking a vacation. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about what do we call ourselves now after cancer treatment? Ooh, semantics. <laughs> Doesn't it sound exciting? Well, you know, it is kind of weird. This came up um, in the first meeting I had with a bunch of girlfriends around my dining room table. Um, I kind of gathered the wagons a little bit, you know, right when I first got diagnosed with cancer. And one of my friends who'd had cancer was like, I just hate the term survivor. I do not call myself that. I don't relate to it. And right away, that set the tone for me. Like, yeah, I'm not going to assume any identity. Yeah. Yeah. How was, how was your relationship with that? I I don't really like any of the language around, like, survivor sounds so presumptuous mm-hmm. and, like, weird, because why would the, like, the best thing I can say about that experience was that I survived it. You know what's interesting, too? Like, I've had so many people say things to me like, oh, are you in remission? Like, just people, like, on the street or whatever. Not people, people that I know. But, like, no doctor has ever said, like, you are now in remission. Like, no one's ever said that to me. I mean, we need to say it to ourselves, I guess. But it's but it's weird, like, that sort of the language that people have around this stuff, right? It is weird. Yeah. The, the language is weird. It's different from the medical language. So, like, what kind of stuff exists out there? Like, I know you were digging around a little bit for some stuff. So there's a lot of really silly names and kind of <sighs> insulting names, like... So it's a joke, right? And so that's fine that it's a joke, but there's like all of the words associated with cancer are so negative. Right. Because it's a terrible thing that happens. Sure. And, but when we talk about it, it's like the cancer patient, like you have an identity that's tied to the cancer and cancer is such a negative thing. So you take that on to your identity and that can be dangerous to see yourself that way as this cancerous, cancered thing, you know? Or maybe that's how you and I see it. Yeah. Because I feel feel the same way, but I also feel that some people really do seem to. I don't know these people. I don't hang out with them, but they're not people who I gravitate to, and I don't think they gravitate towards me, but... Well, and they are out there. Sure, they're out there, and they're out there, and I think they may embrace that identity. Maybe they were having a gap in their lives. Maybe they were going through a transition, and that became their new thing. I mean, you and I have to admit that we don't... I mean, I certainly don't think that I would be doing a podcast 
dedicating every Monday night to it. To uh, talking about cancer. Right, exactly. So I think we can relate sort of in that way of like, okay, it forged this new identity. But I agree, like, I to me, it reminds me of a sorority, like... It reminds me exactly of the way I viewed people in sororities when I was at college, and I was like, okay, that's great, but I want nothing to do with it. And I don't know who they are, but that's cool, and they're just like, like, you do you. Yeah, we're having the same experience, but in such a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we all are. What's like some of the language that people call themselves is kind of interesting. So you've got survivor, obviously, and then there's like, you're a real fighter. Yeah. And sometimes you're not a fighter. Sometimes you're a curl up in better. <laughs> I think the fighter thing, the thing I've heard a lot about the fighter thing is that people get upset about it, especially when you've got like stage three or four cancer and it's uh, hard to fight back, actually. Yeah. And there's an implication that if you didn't fight hard enough, if you... <laughs> then maybe you still have cancer. Die. <laughs> it's like victim blaming all over again. It is weird. So it's a weird one to sort of relate to is yeah. being, yeah... You also have, like, hero. Right. A cancer is, hero. Which is kind of like a... It can feel like a weird burden to have. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my mom died of cancer. So, like, I know how those heroes are. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Heroes. Like, it feels... I don't know. I'll tell you how it feels for me, being a person who went through cancer, I didn't feel heroic because to me, heroicism involves saving someone else. And yeah. I, like saving yourself seems instinctive and somewhat selfish. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and not Very in a bad self-interested. Way. Right, not in a bad way. Because you like, have to focus you really, on yourself. You do have to focus on yourself. <laughs> and heroes in my mind are the people who literally like save other people. They're like the firefighters, the EMT workers, the, I don't know, the, those dogs that rescue people in buildings. You know what I mean? Those are the heroes but, that like save people. Um, I don't know that I feel heroic. Now, that's not to say that other people don't feel that way. I can just yeah. only speak for myself. I do not feel like a hero at all. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, I would never wake up in the morning and look at myself and think, there's a hero. <laughs> if, you, if you do that in the mirror, like, good on you. You need to listen to our psychology podcast <laughs> if... <laughs> You do that. Anyway, all right, what are some of the weird names? I know you dug up some really interesting weird ones. So there was Cancer Stricken. That I kind of like. For it's Victorian, dark, that's Edward Gorey nature. Biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was uh, Carcinopaths. That sounds like zombie apocalypse stuff, which I'm very attracted to. I want to be a carcinopath. I mean, we are carcinopaths. Are we... Um, carcinopathogenic sometimes I guess no that would mean that we could wouldn't that mean that we could okay forget it I don't know anything about that (laughs) word we need to learn more before we call ourselves that okay got it we would look that up that's complicated no one would know what you were talking about um did I already do carcinogenically challenged no oh well that's a good one well that's true I mean the wonky genes yeah do people really call themselves that, Leanne? I don't think so. Okay. That Maybe just people weird. people just call themselves that on the internet. What are your like friends that have cancer? What do they call themselves? Like Nothing. your IRL friends. Nothing. No one calls themselves anything. No one says people say I went through cancer, I had cancer, I got diagnosed, I went through treatment. It's not like a community? No. 
It's just like all of us out on our own because we can't find each other on a Google search. <laughs> Look, I think that I think that a lot of us who haven't joined that sorority find each other in random ways. You know, and I think that, yeah, I mean, I have really good friends who I've known my whole life who happen to have gotten cancer, but they don't necessarily relate to it. I mean, I think a lot of us just really want to get back to our own lives, no matter what that is. If it's a 2.0 version, if it's getting back to that 1.0 version or 1.5, somewhere in between, the main goal is to get out and get through it. And so that's been most of the things. And I think people actually that I know, including myself, and I think including you too, have almost a fear of over-identifying with that period of time and feeling stuck in time because none of these people would want to feel stuck in time about any event that happened in their lives. But some things are totally outside of your control. Right. But I think that's where the languaging comes in. And if you start to like really take something on as a self-identity, I mean, calling yourself a survivor means there was a war. Yeah. And, and it begs a lot more questions for me. Like, what? who caused the war? What was it about? Who was the victim? Who was the enemy? It's like, it's who was really, the aggressor? Right. And it really gets shifty because you're actually talking about your own cells. Yeah. So, and you're talking about a piece of yourself. and A piece of yourself that, like, went rogue. It gets really complicated with these analogies, and that languaging is really, really important. I mean, I think you know that I always try to make it a point of not saying, like, oh, yeah, I've gotten, you know, my biome is really screwed up because of cancer. No, my biome is really screwed up because of cancer treatment. And I think that's something that I've had to correct for myself to make it clear. And then once I've started to self-correct, to auto-correct in my own mind, um, it flows better and it seems more honest to me. And I think the same thing with how we label ourselves stands true. It's like getting language right is important because it helps us know who we are and where we stand on an issue. Well, and that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Like, what do we call ourselves? Right. Do we even have an answer? I mean, I have an answer. What do we call ourselves? We call ourselves thanks cancer. (laughs) We call ourselves the thanks cancerority. I think we just call ourselves thanks cancer. (laughs) (laughs) It flows off the tongue better. Right, but I do. I think we call ourselves thanks cancer. That's how we deal with it. No, all kidding aside, like that's how we deal with it. We do a podcast. Other people do marches, but you found that can be very taxing. Maybe, maybe not worth it. We we know our cancer community because they're the people that say thanks cancer. Exactly. I think they're the people who do find victories in the dark. And they don't even necessarily have to have had cancer. I think that a lot of people in our community, our collective community, are people who have just been through things or know other people who've been through things. And just do look for those moments where you're just like, okay, I'm going to get through this on my terms in my own way and come through it with you know, maybe a new version of myself, but with my spirit imbuing the whole process. And that's why I say, much like the sororities I didn't want to pay to be a part of, I'm not going to, you know, march as a survivor. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to march forward like that. I'll march forward as myself in my own way to the beat of my own drummer. You you don't want to lose your identity in the whole of like this cancer community or this cancer identity. I don't even, and I don't, here's the thing too, I don't even know who's in that club, how they got in that club necessarily, where I fit into in that club. And I don't, I'm not, I don't have any curiosity about figuring that all out either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, 
Because to me, it's actually what's more juicy and more interesting are the kinds of discussions that we're having about just like the daily muddling through of life when you've been given something that you completely didn't expect in life that blindsided you. Yeah. Could be cancer. It could be something else, too. Yeah. There's a lot of us out there. Yeah. There's a lot of thanks cancer out there. (laughs) Exactly. And that's life. So listen, thanks, Leanna. Thanks, Mimi. Thanks, cancer. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Thanks Cancer. If you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at Thanks Cancer, on Instagram as Thanks Cancer, and on Twitter as, guess what? Thanks Cancer. And if you enjoyed today's episode and you're so inclined, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. And subscribe. Yeah, definitely subscribe. And listen, we want to hear your stories too, so please reach out to us at info at thanksgancer.com if you have something to share. Well, the traffic stopped you lay on the horn and you ask yourself, where is my cancer unicorn? gate with your cancer card we're your passport date cause cancer's damn hard oh thanks cancer thanks cancer thanks cancer victories in the dark <laughs>